This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Hallmark. This is my space to nerd and geek out over all things Hallmark Channel, TV shows, movies, and stuff. My name is Dara, and we have our first returning guest of the Dear Hallmark podcast. She's awesome. If you're not following her or reading your recaps, I don't know what to tell you. I think you're just kind of doing life wrong. Her name is Callie, and she's known on Instagram as Hallmark's The Spot. Callie, thank you for coming back into the home of Dear Hallmark. How are you? I'm good. Happy to be here anytime. I'm so glad to be back. How was your holiday? It was really low key, which is nice. We've had, you know, just Hallmark worthy, like Christmas disasters in our lives. (laughs) And here we just stayed home um, and it was snowy. And so it was really lovely. That's cool. I had my first warm Christmas here down south and my brother was on the grill. Like it was just very odd. I was, I was very, I felt misplaced. I felt like I was on an episode of Survivor. I didn't know what to do or how to be, but it was good nonetheless. I got to see my brother who I haven't seen in a while. So that was good. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm used to like below zero Christmas um, and tons of snow. So that would be weird for me. I don't think I've ever had a warm weather Christmas. Yeah, it's definitely odd. Um, they talk about want to go to the beach next year. And I'm just like, let's, let's not. Let's not. And so we did. Um, but we, <laughs> we've had so many Christmas movies this past season. If we count Crashing Through the Snow, which came on in July, we've had right. 41, which is insane. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about some of our favorites, some of our not so favorites. <laughs> and we're going to focus specifically on Hallmark Channel and not Hallmark Movies mm-hmm. Industries because I feel like that's two different ball games. I feel like yeah. it's basketball and baseball. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Those were all very emotional. They weren't, yeah. there weren't any silly ones. So they were kind of all the same style of movie. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start off by talking about our top, or I shouldn't say our top, our bottom three Hallmark okay. Channel Countdown at Christmas. So these are our three least favorite, what we would deem the three worst Countdown to Christmas movies for Hallmark Channel. I'm going to have you go first. What's, what's okay. number three well, on, that, on that top three? Okay, so I, I think my bottom of the barrel, you know, I just, there were so many things that were so ridiculous in that movie and (laughs) I wish I had I wish I could have liked it Mm -hmm. but oh I well you know what the the leading lady now I can't remember her name she had some great Christmas coats yes um but otherwise I mean she had the saddest toy store in the history (laughs) of toy stores 
Yeah. Like she's trying to offer this like multimillionaire, the saddest little stuffed mermaid for his like what 10-year-old daughter. And this uh, <laughs> oh man. I wish I you know that one's like uh, that one's like not at the bottom of the barrel, it's like the top of the bottom, you know, like it's if we're doing three, two, one oh, yeah. to the bottom, mm-hmm. it's number three. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All the well, I had a hard time actually picking because do you want me to say my other two bottom yeah. of the barrel? Yeah, go ahead. So the other one, and I, I have I kind of have trouble putting these, you know, three, two, one, but the one we did, Coyote Creek Christmas. Oh, we're on um, the same page. Our last episode, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that one. And it's too bad because I really liked, um, I'm blanking on it. I've liked those, those actors. So I'm so sad that it ended up really being one of the worst ones. And then, um, Sugar Plum Twist was my other Mm. bottom of the barrel. Yeah, (sighs) that makes sense. I would, Mm -hmm. we literally have the same two, Nantucket Noel and Coyote. Mm -hmm. Um, but my, my one, um uh, i'm switching sugar plum twist i have a christmas together with you that oh, that's one, close to the bottom for me yeah i was like this is po- quite possibly the most unnecessary movie i've ever watched yes <laughs> I, I don't know I why honestly, it is yeah i honestly debated um because it's it's really far down there for me too but sugar plum <laughs> yeah. twist i felt like had well I really liked the concept and I was just maybe disappointed that they just couldn't get yeah. it done. And yeah. I, I hate criticizing acting, but I felt like, I don't know, maybe it was just the dialogue. I felt like it just was, it just didn't work for me. Yeah, I understand. I, I feel, I felt that way too. I didn't believe mm-hmm. a lot of it. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I and felt I, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of the the um, Natalia, her um, is that her name? Mm-hmm. The main girl. Mm-hmm. She her some of her lines were so over the top dramatic, and I felt it felt very old school hallmark to me, where like mm-hmm. everything was was the end of the world. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. believe the romance either between her and the guy oh, with Leo. No. No. I was like, you hardly had time to set it up. Yeah. Was together with you mm-hmm. was so boring. Yes. The yes. only good thing about it was that dog. Oh, I forgot it had a dog. I blocked that movie out. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I was it was so painful. Like because yeah. I think I watched it after whatever. Um whatever Miracles of Christmas movie came on with mm-hmm. that one. So I was already emotional. And so then to watch yeah. something boring after something emotional is just draining. <laughs> yes. So draining. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yes. Okay. So we've talked about our bottom of the barrel. Let's let's see what's what's rising to the to the occasion. Um with our top 10 countdown to christmas movies well let's count down from 10 to 1 what is coming in at your number 10 
So, all right. So my number 10 is Next Stop Christmas. Ooh. Mine's is not too, Next Stop Christmas is not too far away from that. I feel like we're going to nice. be on the same page on a lot I of know. things. <laughs> next, honestly, Next Stop Christmas would have been higher than 10 had it not been for the last five minutes of the movie. Oh. Um, I was so mad that they waited 10 years for this poor couple to get engaged mm -hmm. that I just, and then, you know, it's Hallmark. It's always a risky move to do time travel because it's so complicated, mm -hmm. but I, they just didn't, they just didn't pull it off. So. Yeah. And I didn't like that. They waited. Like it was like, she was, shoving them off and then all of a sudden much like boyfriends of christmas past which i didn't that's why i didn't like that one it's like oh yeah i yeah. love you like i, I didn't yes <laughs> yeah at the very end and then she's like as soon as she realizes that she's like wait for me for 10 years I'm like well how about tomorrow right <laughs> you right it was still really good though like i love the chemistry mm -hmm. um i liked the his, the best friend i forget his name um, who ends up being her, you know, her love at the yeah. end. Mm -hmm. I love their chemistry together. And mm -hmm. it was kind of weird though, seeing him at the end be kind of shy. And at least it seemed that way to me, like he's wearing glasses all of a sudden mm -hmm. and he's just like hipster, like introverted dude. And I'm like, it feels like it's two different people. And I want to yeah. know like what happened in those 10 years I don't know if it's just that Tim being a mature adult or whatever but right. I I'm curious to know what happens next I would definitely want a little like follow-up yeah, yeah follow-up absolutely yeah. yeah yeah so I have um at number 10 for me is you me and the Christmas trees I, I just said I was that's close it didn't make my top 10 but it's close yeah, I that one edged out for the chemistry alone. Like that's, Benjamin Ayers, I that's my that was my first movie I've seen him in, and so I said, "What have I been doing with my life mm -hmm. that I haven't been watching movies with him in it?" And yes. I said, "I need." And literally the day after I watched that movie, I watched Cranberry Christmas and Blue Ridge yes. Christmas. Cranberry Christmas was probably one of my favorites of last year. And I feel like people didn't like Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas the year before, but it had Rachel Lee Cook, yes. who is one of my all-time faves, and yes. it had an era. So I loved it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And literally it's for the chemistry alone. Like I would yeah. when I rewatched it, I just fast forward to all the scenes that it was just them two. And that was that's such a good point. I was going back and thinking about the stories I liked, and mm -hmm. I forgot that that movie. I feel like everyone was like, "Whoa, their chemistry is intense." This is like the <laughs> best movie to just lead out of Hallmark, you know, twenty twenty one Christmas season. Yes, yes, so. yes, mm -hmm. So, okay, let's go to number nine. I'll, I'll start off with uh, number okay. nine. No, my number nine, I have Christmas in Harmony. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> I put this at number nine. Um, I felt like I was at my friend's house when I was watching mm -hmm. this movie. Like, I had to 
double check to make sure I still saw the Hallmark logo at the bottom right. I didn't know what I, I said. We are not in Kansas mm-hmm. anymore, Toto. This is a completely different Hallmark movie. And I appreciated yeah. it. I love the singing. Yes. Luke James was so natural as a leading man. Mm-hmm. And I love that he never quit her. He mm-hmm. was persistent. He pushed her. And he shot his shot at the end. I said, you better go ahead, sir. I I I, I mean it, it did have a lot of like technical issues, but I just yeah. I just genuinely enjoyed it as a mm-hmm. as a Christmas movie. So that's that's my I, number nine. Yeah, that one's like still probably top 20 for me. Yeah. Um, but and I love the music. The like I normally don't like. Hallmark original songs or I kind mm-hmm. of I'm like who cares but the one that they did for that movie was amazing mm-hmm. yeah what, what you have at number nine uh Christmas House 2 ah I that movie was so silly it was <laughs> so funny mm-hmm. I just like it's hard I, I liked the first one I feel like it was really hyped up when it came out Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this sequel is going to be bad. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I have two boys close in age and I have a sister that's close in age. Mm-hmm. And the the bickering, the nonsensicalness, the pettiness, like just was so, <laughs> it was so funny. And like, just, you know, and their parents are just like wacky as, as well. And so... Mm-hmm. I, um, I just laughed. I like legitimately laughed out loud so many times that I was like, I've got to put this one in my top 10. Oh, that's awesome. So that was one of the ones I missed because that weekend was like, everything was coming on that weekend. Mm -hmm. Like Cindy had her two movies on the when hope calls Christmas, like that whole weekend was stacked. So I I had to, I had to choose, I had to choose one. And unfortunately that one Mm -hmm. went went out but well, it, was cool. I, yeah, that, it. it was it was so silly um <laughs> but I uh yeah that was the last week in a movie because I didn't even finish my my last recap and I have another one from that weekend in my top as well mm-hmm, um but too. I didn't get around to writing about it Mm. (laughs) I was like we'll just talk about it on on the podcast (laughs) yes yes indeed yes indeed all right kick us off with your number eight what you have at number eight okay so my Christmas family tree is eight ah okay Mm -hmm. that one just like it just missed my top 10 I I like I got it a couple extra boost boosted points for me because of all the Norwegian stuff. Of course. And the Thailand. That actual Ludafisk. Yeah. And then, you know, the Tyler Hines cameo, which I literally like gasped because I didn't know it was coming. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I loved it. Do you know I got told about every cameo before it happened because I watched all the movies late. So everyone was just like. And I was so I couldn't really enjoy any of the cameos. It was I I'm glad that they didn't like I guess that's the point of a cameo, right? That's supposed to be a surprise, but I just mm-hmm. loved that and then that they did more 
more throughout. Like I, mm-hmm. it was just so funny. Yes, that so, was fun. That I'm sorry they were spoiled. <laughs> I still enjoyed it because there was still an element like I didn't know mm-hmm. when it was coming, even though I knew right. they were going to be there. So there was still some element of surprise that I could take with it. Yeah. Um, my number eight is Next Stop Christmas, which we already we already nice. talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, I just loved their chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Um, he was incredibly petty. And I just appreciate, I feel like that's what I appreciate most in my male leads is that they have an element yeah. of petty, which I will yeah. talk about again in my top five. But um yeah, that, that chemistry did it for me. And that so that's that's why next stop is my number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Number seven for me is Christmas sale. I Ooh not expecting to like Christmas sale Mm -hmm. as much as I did. In fact, I went in completely skeptical and side-eyed. I was like, what is this? This has nothing. It gives me no winter vibes. We're at at the water. Like what is going on? And they completely like flipped my wig. And I just said, well, okay, then I want to have Christmas by the water now. And (laughs) I want to go to a Christmas boat parade. Hello? like what Mm -hmm. and it it was funny and touching and heartwarming Mm -hmm. well executed well acted it it was just an all-around good good movie um and I think I just have it at number seven because like this year Hallmark brought some heavy hitters with the movie yes yeah so I there are just a few more that I would see like that I would rewatch before (laughs) rewatching Christmas sale but yeah, I, I I loved it. I definitely loved it. Well, it's it's in my top ten too. I've got it higher than you. I have okay. eight gifts. Hanukkah is ah, number seven. Okay, the premise was um was really cute. I liked her and Jacob Epstein together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a good. I wish we'd had more Hallmark mo- or uh, Hanukkah movies to compare mm-hmm. it to, but. It probably is one of the best Hanukkah movies they've done. By far. Um, they did one a couple years ago. I don't know if you saw it, but they basically treated the Jewish person like an alien. So, yeah. Oh. Um, what was it called? It was like, he was pretending to be her boyfriend. Oh, and was it double? Yeah. Du- no, not double holiday. It was like holiday or something. Something like that, yeah. And instead of just acting, he acted like he'd never, like, his reaction to Christmas traditions were like he had never been on planet earth before mm. <laughs> it was funny but it was I don't know um anyway mm. so I thought that this was a really well done um Hanukkah movie and so I'd love for them to keep uh doing more of those and um doing better ones so yes yes so what is your number six um, I've got Santa stick out as number six. Ooh, do tell. I, so that one, again, I love the silly, like if it's, if it's silly and wacky, it's going to get higher points for me. Yeah. Like the funny movies are always going to score higher. Um, so that one had just like, they were 
probably the worst detectives in the history of detectives. Um, the, they were terrible at staking out, um, but um, Tamara and uh, Paul were just so great together. Like they, I didn't necessarily need them to be like a romantic couple. I would have loved it even more as like a buddy comedy where they were yeah. just two pals, like yeah, getting into all kinds of nonsense together. Yeah. Um, so anyways, it's just, it was, it was fun. It was a fun movie to watch. Um, and there was just a few others that I think like had better storylines. That's why it ended up at six, not higher, but I, it was yeah. like when people were like, you know, asking me, okay, I got to watch one Hallmark movie. That was always one of my top ones to be like, yes, this one, it's going to be super fun for you to watch. It's got yeah. all the Hallmark silliness. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that movie was, it was, I, I honestly, like when I first heard they were paired together, I was like, oh, that's going to be interesting. Cause I wouldn't mm -hmm. have put them two together, but it, it mm -hmm. definitely worked. I was like, yeah. I was talking back to the screen, which I'm like, if a movie can get me to do that, I feel like it's doing something yeah. right. You know? <laughs> yes. 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 Um, so my number six, I have a holiday in Harlem. I, oh. Yeah, I really, that movie is like a cozy night in. That's what I feel mm -hmm. like it gave me. And it was beautiful to see a full-figured woman on my screen. Mm -hmm. And they dressed her so beautifully. And yes. She was beautiful. Like, everyone felt like a, like a genuine family. Like, I believe that the mm -hmm. characters had, a like, some type of bond. It, it was just... I loved it. I just rewatched it the other night with my mom and it just feels like a good old classic Hallmark family Christmas movie. Totally. And I, I really, really enjoyed it. And it's, it's number six because of the rewatchability. Um, oh yeah. Of it. It's definitely going to be in the rotation for sure. For sure. I loved the grandma in that movie. Mm -hmm. She was like, yeah, she was fun. And Denzel Washington's daughter. What else can you say? I mean, what else? Yeah, what are you gonna do? So yeah, she was amazing. I'd love I don't I'd love to see her as like a Hallmark regular. Me too. I need her. I would love to see her as like in the Hallmark rotation mm -hmm. for, sure, for sure. Yeah, she was she was amazing. Um yes, I, I just felt like at the end of the day, she really wasn't needed. Like, like mm -hmm. her grandma had everything figured out. And mm -hmm. so she kind of made messes wherever she went. But mm -hmm. I, I loved um, all of the, she learned a lot of lessons along the way, which I yeah. always like. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Cause she kept trying to go in and fix stuff. And it's yeah. like, sometimes not everything has to be fixed. Like just get in, yeah. you fit in, which is what Caleb, yeah. I feel like he brought, like, that's why I also think that her and him work so well because mm -hmm. she would try to do her thing. He's just like, um, no thanks. <laughs> like, you can just, yeah. just, just stay where you are. Yes. Everything's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. like, just chill. But yeah. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So number five, getting into our top five. Okay. Mm -hmm. My top, my number five is Eight Nights of Hanukkah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I, 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 
I already had a side eye because I'm like, here we go, a Hallmark Hanukkah movie. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm already going at it with preconceived notions, honestly, that it's going to be bad. That was yeah. like, I went in there with that. And I was, I think what added to it being so high on my list was how pleasantly surprised I was. Yeah at how mm-hmm. they executed this movie. Like it gave me awkward middle school energy, but I loved every minute of it. Yes. And I I love Jake Epstein. He had three Christmas movies, by the way. I know. This season, I said, somebody's getting a check. Uh, can I have $20? Yeah. And I, I loved, I want to see Jake Moore on Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really good Lifetime movie too called A Christmas Village Romance. He was really, really, he played more of um, more, more of a sarcastic role and an antagonistic oh, cool. role in that movie than in this one. Mm-hmm. But seeing that he can go the antagonistic route, I would love to see what he would do with more Hallmark content. Yeah. Um, and my favorite scene, that's probably one of my favorite scenes from all of Christmas is the dance scene at the end and how mm-hmm. they're just like talking. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I went there, I did that. And then he just like gets down and propose. I was just like, ah. I know, I, just, I, I was like, that. whoa, that, oh, yeah. that was not what I expected in a, in a end of a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it, uh, yeah. I loved it. What do you have at number five? I have a kiss before Christmas, which I was kind of surprised. I was surprised when I, you know, sat back and reflected, but I was really pleasantly surprised. It was probably kind of like you. I had no expectations going into that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And I ended up really liking it. Mm -hmm. Um, My main grumble with that whole movie was at the end that Terry Hatcher like was going to go to law school and this woman's in her 50s Mm. she's never gonna get that money back I was literally shouting like no that shouldn't be the lesson here (laughs) just that I'm so sorry but that ship has sailed for you it's it's not worth the money um so Mm. yeah it's not, it's usually not worth the money if you go in your twenties either, but it's even worse for <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Poor geriatric. But but the but but the rest of the movie, like I love that it was like I I loved um the main man because like it was so sweet that it even though his like reality shifted, he was like, Well, in any reality, I need my wife. Like I need to go find her even though she hates me in this alternative reality, she's the only one that can help me. And it was like, I just thought it was so sweet that like in any reality he wants, and he's like, well, I got to go get my kids now. And they're like, no, you can't do that. And it was just like, um, yeah, he was just a really good character. And then, you know, the actor who played it was just great. And um, so I just thought it was such a clever twist on, um, that it's a wonderful life kind of almost trope but um yeah so again I probably I I probably ended up higher because I had no expectations for it and I just liked it more than I thought I would yeah that's that's cool I definitely (laughs) I will say it's uh further down on my list but that's 
again, that's maybe that's why we get 40 is that it's like a buffet yeah. for everybody. It's number four. Okay, my number four um, is um, Christmas sale. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. That one, you know, like we talked about, you know, it just, it was, again, it took me by surprise. It had great actors in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it was just a fun story. I mean, um, and it had some, some silliness, it had some comedy in it. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I, I really like that one. Yes. And I already said, I like that one too. It it's, it's, I never would have experienced Christmas in like a Harbor and it gave me yeah. like Pacific Northwest vibes. Like I'm assuming yeah. it was like a, a PNW Harbor mm-hmm. town. So. And it felt so Christmassy, which was crazy, but it's so funny to contrast that one with Nantucket Noel, because I feel like both had the potential to be good movies and Nantucket Noel just was not <laughs> literally the complete opposite literally I, it was and I feel like they used the exact same set mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but and like probably used footage from that boat parade um but yeah it just did not work for me at all so um yeah so my number four is a movie near and dear to my heart, uh, Gingerbread Miracle. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. You already know. Uh, I <laughs> John Eckert aside, that one's down at the bottom for me. <laughs> I, 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 I can understand. And I see why. Like, I'm not surprised why people don't like it, but <laughs> I just think, and I was talking to my mom about this either last night or a couple of days ago. I was like, because she watches Chicago Fire. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. needs to be in more Hallmark movies. Like, why? Yeah. Where has he been this entire time? Who's late to the game, but grateful he's here. Yes. Um, he made this entire movie for me. If he wasn't oh, yeah. the lead, this movie would have been on the bottom for me. Um, he was refreshing. Mm-hmm. I've since watched this movie four times, three of the times, which two of the times, which I fast forward only to his part. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, this one's incredibly rewatchable because he's rewatchable. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That's kind of where I am with that. Yeah. Well, that movie too. I mean, th- that's what's too bad about some of these different movies they're trying is like, yeah. I want to give them credit for a fun storyline with like a Mexican bakery and showing the Mexican traditions um of Christmas and the fun little magic element but oh my gosh it was so like had so many bad hallmark elements in it the um Christmas games I I think I just don't like movies when I don't like the game like movies when they try to do Christmas competitions oh Christmas contest I just yeah exactly they just don't work for me I'm like oh this is so dumb so I've never I I feel like it feels like such a like a made-up thing maybe that's why I'm like I'm I've never heard of like a town doing 
a Christmas obstacle course with only three people allowed to compete in it. So, <laughs> but John Eckert, I mean, put him in anything else. I'll watch it. Bet. So, oh, I meant to say this about Nigel from Eight Nights to Hanukkah. He's one of my favorite oh. characters, oh. too. Yeah, put Nigel in his leading role somewhere. Yeah. He was great. Yes, both of them. We need yeah. that. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, number three, I almost actually said it. <laughs> um, my number three, taking the bronze medal for me, <sighs> a Dickens of a Holiday. <gasps> That's so that's in my top three too, but it's not number three. <laughs> yes. I feel like we're gonna have the same top three, but in different no, order. But like reversed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um it was brilliant. I wasn't I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I watched this movie the first time with my sister, and my sister was like, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> So I was like, okay, let me rewatch it. And I was like, really? she didn't, she didn't like it. She didn't like the ending. She didn't like, she didn't like the type of character Jake was like, really? but I, I love me an obnoxious Hallmark. Oh. Yes. I, I loved Chris Palaha. I mean, I think, I don't think anyone else could have done that role agree he just was so believable as like a, an act like an action hero yes um i love brooke i love her in royal pains even when she's in bad, bad hallmark movies i like her in them i think the only part of that movie where i was like are you kidding is when you know you got have the party on Christmas Eve that he's got to attend. Oh, and I'm like, dang, girl. the whole point of him, the only whole reason he's getting this new part is because he's playing Charlie or he's playing Scrooge. How can you not play Scrooge? And then at the end, it was kind of like, wait, so where did we all land? Are we, is he the best? <laughs> Listen, so. Yeah, the acting I, in this. But though. I love, oh. yeah, I love Charles Dickens and I love the Christmas Carol. So, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yep. It was, it was really good. Oh, so good. So, what's your number mm -hmm. three? My number three is, all right, is An Unexpected Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that movie, it was like, I mean, everyone loved it. I think it's probably a lot of people's number ones. Um, I loved this, again, like she, doesn't she come down, like he, he's asleep and she literally like dumps a cup of water in his face to wake oh, him up. Like, yes, they, those two together were so great and they, there's so much silliness. Um, but the reason I put it as, three instead of higher was I just I hated that they were like that I Tyler Hines character was like I feel like so selfish for so long like asking mm. he breaks up with her then he's like go along with, on this ruse with me to trick my family and I that part of it and then like at the end I was almost like 
he still doesn't deserve her. Mm. <laughs> he hasn't earned her back yet. He just like decided to stop being a dummy at this point. But um, the, so much of the, you know, hilarity was as a result of that. So I thought it was, um, it was so fun to watch. So that's a good way to look at it. I haven't looked at it that way yet. Um, um, from that perspective, that's an interesting perspective. I, I'm gonna be hard on Tyler, you know. Do it. He's kind of really, you know. So he can't just skate, skate free. He's got to really do the work. Yeah, yeah. So tell me your number two. What's your number two? So number two is "Tis the Season to Be Married." <laughs> really. I think totally a reverse that I'm so sure. Um, yes. I I mean, Racially Cooked, again, is always going to get higher for me. But that that movie was just so fun from start to finish. Yes. Loved it. Yes. Travis Van Winkle was just a <sighs> He was a mess and I loved it. He was like, he wasn't, I don't even know how to describe him, like a whimsical, I don't even know. He was just mm-hmm. fun. It was nice to see him in a fun Hallmark role. I felt like he played yes. very serious, somber roles in Hallmark. Mm-hmm. And to see him as this kind of like fun, gallivanting older brother who, yes. oh gosh, their chemistry was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I and love there was. It was funny a lot of times, like when the um, her publisher comes and she's like, oh, is this, you know, her pretend fiance? And she's just like, run. Yes. And you just see him literally exit stage right. He like, wanders off and you're like, oh, this is good. Um, and mm-hmm. that's what I like too, is that I kind of thought that she'd make him pretend to be the fake fiance. Mm. And they just immediately dispensed like with that like they were not going to keep it up the rest of the movie and I was like oh I like that they didn't do that so that she really had to fix it and um so yeah I totally thought the same like we were a little legit on the same wavelength I'm like oh (laughs) it's another fake dating trope and he's going yeah. to be Dale. And they were like, nope, we're just going to tell you flat out. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. interesting. So how is the rest of this movie going to go? Yeah, I and know. I loved it. I, wow. Yeah. I'm I, I'm grateful they ended. Like that ended the countdown to Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think they ended on a strong yeah. note with that one. Yes. For real. Yeah. And it, sheesh. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So that, that was my number two, too. So. <laughs> and I know you're number one, and I think yeah. you know my number one. Yes, it's so funny. So oh. my number one is an unexpected Christmas. Surprise, um, surprise. You know, we got Paul Campbell on the pen. We got Beth mm-hmm. Lee as our leading lady. The, mm-hmm. I think what added to the greatness with this movie, though, is the family, they were such good actors. Like, yes. They were so yes. good at being wacky and chaotic and all over mm-hmm. the place. And I think that really, cause I think if the if the family weren't, didn't sell it, it wouldn't have, it probably would have been yes. further down on my list. Mm-hmm. But they, 
like literally the sister, the mom, the dad, yes. even little little homie, her son, like they were all just really great and believable. Yeah. The whole and, yes, yeah, mm -hmm. the whole cast. It was almost it was almost like an ensemble, which is again why I like Christmas House too. Mm -hmm. Is that there was like a, all the family were wacky characters. They were mm -hmm. all you know had a little bit more of a part, and they sold the the zaniness and same unexpected Christmas same way like the his parents were amazing and then they were they were great in Christmas in Tahoe too they were both together as a parent set yes they were yeah. great together they were so they were fun as Hallmark parents I loved them yes so talk to me about why you have this movie as your number one because I know what it is <laughs> Dickens yes well I think number one is Chris Palaha. Like he just, like he was so good in that movie. I was just yeah. like, you know, I was. It was one of the ones I was excited about all season. So I, I, you know, went into it with that, which usually ends up. I end up don't not liking movies when I do that, but yeah. excited all year. Um, and he just was like. I don't know. I liked his character. I liked him and Brooke together. And I liked just how their relationship grew. Yeah. Um, and then I liked, I mean, I just liked the Charles Dickens stuff and the, yeah. the, the play. And um, so, yeah, I just, I was really torn about like the top where I was going to put them on. I'm like, you know, I think I liked that one. I enjoyed watching it the most. So, Yes, that is mm -hmm. literally like <laughs> we were such on the same way. It's so so funny, so funny. Mm -hmm. Um, well, Callie, thank you so much for coming on again yes. to the podcast. I was like, I gotta have you back, especially yes. after Coyote Creek Christmas, which I think is like the most listened episode on my pot. On really? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Oh. Yes. Um, so I was like, I gotta have this woman back. So thank you so much for for coming back. And <laughs> anytime now, we have five new movies mm -hmm. coming up. I don't like the name New Year New Movies. I'm I hate it. Me too. But I was thinking, I'm actually I'm so excited for those movies because they are like I I kind of like the idea of winter for the sake of winter movies. Mm -hmm. And Winter and Veil is still one of my favorite Hallmark movies of all time. Same. So, like, I love, and I feel like last year, I, I'm blaming COVID for it, but some of them, I'm like, where's the winter? Well, it's the same with fall. Like, so if we get five movies with no winter vibes, I'm going to, I don't know, shout in the streets at... <laughs> well, look at Wedding and Veil. I mean, well, not Wedding, what's it called? The Wedding Veil. Look at this. Yeah. Like, and then we got a so, Butler movie, Butler's I know. Love or Butler's Academy something. I know that's a terrible title, but I'm like, I, I need to see people in ski suits. I need to see ski lodges. I need, you know, more hot chocolate for the sake uh -huh. of hot chocolate. Um, and so I need ice skating. Like I just, I need the winter feels. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm optimistic. We'll see. We will see because if Fall Harvest <laughs> was any preview, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. 
I know. I'm going to lose it if we get no winter feels in these movies, but yeah. You will say, well, I want to wish you a happy new year, Callie of Hallmark Spot. You you guys be sure to check out Callie on Instagram. um, If you haven't already her, all of her information will be in the show notes. Um, and guys, this is our last episode of 2021. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> but uh, we have one more episode, our season one finale, which is going to come in the new year. And then I'm going on, I'm going to go zero dark 30 for like a few weeks and, uh, <laughs> and then come back because I'm, woof, these movies put me through it. But um, yes. So guys, thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you guys in the next episode.